Hello and welcome back to episode 15 of the Healthcare India podcast and we are coming to you live from the health tech capital of India which is Bangalore. Uh this is Dr. Vikram Venkateshwaran and today I want to talk about health and health parameters as they have improved over the last 75 years. So yesterday we celebrated 75th anniversary of our independence and it's been a phenomenal journey from 1947 till 2022. But we have probably come a long way. Obviously the growth has not been linear. We've meandered at certain stages in our in our history. But what is important is that India is at a very significant milestone. when it comes to its development and there are three key parameters driving it i mentioned this before uh, if you if you refer to my previous podcast especially when i talk about macroeconomic parameters that are driving india's healthcare growth but if you look at holistically it's our literacy levels which is touching 74% and thereabouts our savings rate as percentage of gdp that has gone over 40% that means a lot of investment in india a lot of demand in india is being driven by domestic capital and the third uh, was the percentage of population which is below the age of 25 so we have close to almost 50% of our population that is below 25 as we speak and all three parameters are very important for our growth but they are also very important for our for the growth of our healthcare infrastructure so if you've grown up in the uh, 80s or even the 70s someone like me you would know that uh, you know my grandparents always used to tell me at least my grandmother used to always tell me about how people were stronger in the olden days and how they used to do a lot of manual effort and today we have uh, a relatively weaker generation and she was referring to my generation imagine what she would have thought of my my kids <laughs> who probably and don't do any manual effort these days so she used to always tell me about how strong they were how how uh, they used to lift weights and pick up luggage and wash clothes so grind grind the mill i mean they they were like really super strong and she said how strong they were how effective they were but this generation seems to be weak but what is interesting is at least till my grandparents generation we used to always have somebody in her family some sibling who would have passed at childbirth uh and this is a constant feature if you ask your grandparents today they would always talk about a sibling who died on the age of 5 for something as simple as pneumonia or influenza which is very rare these days right it's because of a parameter which i think is the most important achievement of india till date uh on infant mortality we we were coming from an infant mortality of 150 plus per thousand live births and that's a huge number right and i'm talking about 1940s and 50s where our grandparents would have been born and would have grown up today we are looking at 27 27 deaths per thousand live births and that is still not acceptable because we look at parameters from countries like sri lanka which is in single digits or in i think switzerland leads the world where they have two deaths per thousand live births and those two deaths are also because of huge complications um 
and and I don't want to get into it. But our projection, as far as India is concerned, is in the next by 2050, uh, we could come to single digits, and maybe earlier. You know, because all these projections are based on what we are doing today, but doesn't take into account all the changes that happen in the country like India. uh with regards to technological improvement uh, quality of care and 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 that is a phenomenal achievement also if you look at uh, what has happened since 1947 we've come a long way we've come a long way in in handling infant mortality similarly if you look at a parameter like uh, life expectancy again you know if you combine an average out infant mortality and things like under 5 mortality and maternal mortality our life expectancy when we started this journey was close to 40 46 even lower than that uh we had so many indians dying because of malnutrition because of simple things like uh, malaria uh, smallpox uh, and 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 it was a different story but today we are looking at a life expectancy of around 70 as we speak it's higher for women low for men and i mean there's no questions about it but we are adding about 5 years of life expectancy every decade that means soon our average life expectancy for 2030 2050 should be around 80 and and there about and again these are projections based on what we see today and india is changing so fast uh, i think we'll live longer and uh, what is important is to notice that this is a historical achievement by a country of our standards the other thing that uh, is very interesting is uh, is the way we have handled a lot of spending especially on public health i mean of late india has you know the investments we've made in public health has not been significant as a percentage of gdp it's constantly come down but the overall number has been relatively high uh but it can be better i mean we don't spend as much on health as we should ideally but uh but this is this is an area that we have invested in if you look at the amount of investments we have made in institutions like uh, like look at aims look at the coordinary care centers that have come up in india i think the government spending has been has been low but of late they have invested in things like aishwan bharat which is probably the largest uh, health insurance scheme and also the investments in places like uh, public health you know where which integrated disease surveillance program the investments that we are making in public health policy uh, in areas like uh, polio eradication smallpox eradication and this was done with very minimal effort but we took a drive and we drove it till the end now we are going after measles tuberculosis uh, continues to be an important uh, area where we invest and also there is a huge uh, effort in understanding the socio economic parameters uh, which which are affecting our health and uh, so in case of tuberculosis for example the government mandated uh, setting up of uh, a fund to provide for nutrition uh, for all these patients who are suffering from tuberculosis who have been treated through the dots methodology 
So there's a huge investment that's happening from the government side. But what has significantly changed is our education standards. So if you're looking at 74% literacy, that means the awareness is high now. It's higher than it was ever before. Uh, people are more aware and that is clearly evident by our smoking rate which seems to have uh, drastically reduced. At one point of time uh, we had almost uh, you know uh, almost 50,000 uh, 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 we had uh, uh, about 50% smokers uh, ages of uh, 15 plus and that's come down to close to 27% which is significant. A significant drop and these drops have happened over the last 20 years uh, so it, it there seems to be a big correlation between our education standards and our health standards and uh, if you look at the growth of the economy per se it's been directly linked to investments in in private healthcare. so you have uh, institutes of eminence like apollo hospitals manipal hospitals uh, which are probably among the best in the world. Uh, Apollo recently even acquired stage six HIMSS accreditation in uh, things like ambulatory care and and uh, almost uh, reaching to a total EMR. And I did a podcast on it some time ago. So the growth of the economy, our education standards, the government spending has all led to this perfect storm. The last area is obviously nutrition standards. You know, our nutrition standards are poor, but thanks to efforts from from concepts like Green Revolution, Operation Flood, uh, growth of Amul, growth of NDDB, Operation Silver, which is more to do with our egg production. I think our nutrition standards have improved. Schemes like midday midday meal schemes. Now, how this is how education and and health are linked. Midday meal schemes have led to a growth, uh, at least providing a semblance of a balanced diet for at least one meal for people who are below poverty line, who also immensely benefit from the Ayushman Bharat scheme. So where does that leave us? Where does that leave us for the next, say, 25 years where we can complete 100 years of our existence? I think the most important aspect is, I think we have the technology, we have the knowledge, uh, we have the data now. With coming of 5G, things getting very are getting very exciting. I think it's time for individuals to take charge of their health. I mean, I've been saying this time and time again. Own your health. Nobody else can do it for you. You have data, you have information, you have knowledge, you have the technology. Take charge of your health. Don't keep expecting the doctors will do it, the hospitals will do it, the government will do it. They'll do their part, but you have to do yours. Number two, I think that there's a big role for R&D in India. I think we haven't done enough in R&D. Simple things like disease markers for the Indian genotype, phenotype uh, have to be done across various diseases. We can't just remain, remain dependent on Western studies, do bridge studies, etc. Clinical research uh, and drug discovery, both are important. Um, so clinical research, drug discovery, um, medical device research has to be promoted. R&D has to be promoted in India. Otherwise, we'll, we'll continue to face this challenge. I think genetics, genetic mapping will play an important role. I think using genetics to kind of identify and preempt a condition, I think that's the name of the game that India should look at. We'll continue to spend on uncommunicable diseases, infectious diseases. Uh, some of the things like bionic research would lead to organ transplants and probably those who can afford it will can live for perpetuity. And uh, 
I think there has to be focused more on the quality of our life as opposed to expectancy. I think life expectancy is a old parameter. Everybody measures it. But we should look at quality of our life which remains poor. So these are some of the areas I feel we should invest in. Uh, this is my vision for the future. Do refer to the old podcast, especially on the macroeconomic factors. I think those were that was a very important message uh, and very important statistic that I wanted to give. So wishing everybody a happy Independence Day again. I mean, I know it's a day after, but this is the dawn of a brilliant era for India where we'll continue to grow, we'll continue to develop and healthcare is going to boom in the country. So wishing you a very happy and healthy and safe uh, 2022 and looking forward with excitement to the next 25 years of our growth and development. As always, do keep in touch. Uh, you can email me at drvikram at healthcare-in-india.net or uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter at drvikram. Stay safe, stay healthy. Bye for now.